You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hey, it's Trip, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. Welcome to you. This episode is sponsored by Flexbelt.com, and you can go to Flexbelt.com slash trip to pick up your wonderful, amazing Flexbelt at 20% off. What is the Flexbelt? Well, it's an EMS device, and what it does is you strap it around your abs and your oblique muscles, and it tightens and firms and tones them. Pick yourself up one today at flexbelt.com slash trip and get 20%, no, sorry, 25% off of your order. And again, this is going to help you have a firm stomach. And if you eat healthy and you are watching your weight and, and you're using this device, you can definitely expect to have some awesome abs. So go ahead and check that out, flexbelt.com slash trip. Now, today we have a very interesting episode, and I'll be telling you about it right now. What we're going to be doing is talking about the 36 questions that make you fall in love with someone and make them fall in love with you. And it's an article that I read just recently that came out a few months ago, and it kind of blew my mind. It blew my mind so much that not only do I have to make a podcast episode about it, but I'm also going to be making a video on it on my YouTube channel in just a few weeks. So you can stay tuned to watch that video, but we're going to dig into this right now. Now, before we talk about these 36 questions and what it's all about and how they work and how you can use it, I want you to remember that you can pick up your free gift from me at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift and that is trip with two p's tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift it's a gift specifically for you my listener and what it is is it's a video of one of my students doing an approach getting the number from two hot girls during the day and i'm filming it and i'm breaking it down and showing you everything that he's doing right and everything that he's doing wrong so you can learn how to pick up a girl during the day so go ahead and check that out at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. And also, if you don't already know, we answer questions here on the podcast. So if you have a question, you have two options. You can write us at trip at tripadvice.com, write me, put in the subject podcast question, or you can call the How to Talk to Girls hotline and leave a voicemail. And you can call that number 323-432-0025. Again, 323-432-0025. So go ahead and call there, leave a voicemail, tell us your age, tell us where you're from, and ask your question, and we'll answer it here on the podcast, okay? Now, today we're not going to be answering any questions. We're just going to be talking about this interesting article and how I've really dissected it and how you can use it to make girls fall in love with you. I really think it's possible. I mean, that's part of what I'm going to be saying here. I think this study, not only is it legit because it was a scientific study done, uh, like a true scientific study and I'll leave a link to that in the description of this episode. And I really do think that this is something that you can use. So let's dig into it right now. So, okay, let me give you a little background on this article. The article that I found 
the only thing the article really states is about the study and then they link to the study. So I actually read thoroughly through the study and see what it was all about. And basically, in a nutshell, uh, they did a study on closeness of how people um, can get close to each other. And there was different aspects of the study. One they did, uh, which was interesting, was combining the idea of extroverts and introverts to see if extroverts and extroverts get along better than introverts and introverts and extroverts and introverts. And if you don't know what those are, look it up. That's not what this episode is about, but you can check that out on your own. Uh, the study came back on that actually pretty inconclusive that it didn't really matter if you're an extrovert or introvert. Uh, it was about the same closeness. Now, when I say closeness, I mean... It's really just two people getting close to each other, right? Having a connection, having some sort of feelings for each other, feeling close to the person. And again, the really cool part of this study was showing that they did these 36 questions. And what I'm going to do for you is I'm not going to read all of them off. I just want to go through and read some of them that really hit me, okay? If you want to read the 36 questions, uh, you can check out the description where I'll, I'll link to the study. Uh, and then if you want to get even more ideas of those questions, uh, then check out, which will probably already be up maybe by the time you're listening to this, but check out the YouTube video that's going to be called something along the lines of 36 questions to make a girl fall in love with you. Okay. But what I want to do is not only go through these questions and show you which ones I think are really powerful, but I want to show you how I really think that you can use this and how it can work, right? Because you can't just go to a bar, for example, and like sit there and ask a girl 36 questions and then hope that she falls in love with you. That's not really how this study works, okay? How it works is you have to sit down with the person. You guys got to make it very clear that you're doing this exercise together. You can't really like trick her into falling in love with you. You tell her that's an interesting study that you found or heard about, and then you guys sit down together, ask each other the questions. So this is the big part about it, okay, is that you ask each other the question and you both have to answer it, okay? And not only do you both have to answer it, but you both have to answer extremely honestly because a lot of these questions are very deep. So if you're not answering the questions honestly, or if you skip a question, or if one person answers and the other person doesn't, then you're going to be in trouble. And all I really mean by trouble is just that you're not going to really get the full effect of this, uh, this experiment, okay? And there's one more thing that you have to do at the end of the 36 questions answering them, which probably will, by the way, will take you maybe an hour, maybe even longer if you guys start going really deep and answering the questions and taking a long time to answer them. So it might take an hour and a half, and then afterwards, you gotta do one special thing. And I'll tell you what that is right now, and I think that's gonna be key, very key, to really like wrapping the whole thing up and sealing the deal. So what you have to do is after you both answer all 36 questions to each other is extremely honestly, part of the experiment is that you guys have to sit there for four minutes straight. You can put a little timer on your phone and you guys have to look each other in the eyes and hold eye contact. Now, I'm going to tell you in just a minute after I go through some of these questions why I think that works very well and, and why it works especially at the end of you guys asking the questions. Okay, so we'll get to that in a minute. But let's get into this study. I'm going to say some of the questions. And then after that, I'm going to, you know, give you an idea of how you can really actually perform this with a girl. And then we'll talk about the four minutes of eye contact. Okay, so let's go into it. 
So some of the questions here, and again, I'm not going to go through all of them. Maybe I will end up going through most of them, but uh, I'll go through at least the first couple. Now they break it into sets. Okay, there's 12 questions in set one, 12 questions in set two, 12 questions in set three, and they each get deeper and deeper and deeper. Okay, and what I want to do is pick out some of my favorite ones because here's the best part. I know I just said you can sit down and do this as an experiment with a girl, right? That's really cool. You could sit down and really go through this in full, but you could also, and I'll help you with this right now, go th you can use some of these questions that I'm going to go through and you can use these when you meet a girl at the bar, if you meet her on Tinder, if you're on a date. These are actually like really great questions to ask someone to get close. So you can kind of pick your favorites, see what works best for you, right? And you, by the way, you got to have a question that you pick out of here that's something that you want to answer because you got to expect that if you ever ask a girl a question like these, that they're going to actually uh, want an answer from you. So you're going to have to have something uh, lined up for that, okay? So yeah, these are some great questions. Let's go through them. So here's the first question. All right, let's start with number one. The first question that is on here is, Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? It's a great question right there. I think that's a great question because that's like a secret way of asking someone like, who and what are you interested in? You know, someone might say like Jesus, for example, and that person, well, they could be religious, they could not be, um, but that says a lot about someone if they say something like Jesus or if they say someone... Oh, I guess it doesn't, it doesn't really say here if they'd be alive or dead. I would actually definitely tweak that question, by the way. I would say alive or dead, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest, right? Or someone might say like uh, Angelina Jolie, right? And so, okay, that person, I don't know if it's depending on who, who answers it, guy or girl, but they're really interested and they're a fan of Angel Angelina Jolie and her movies, right? So again, there's a lot of different ways you could go with it. And here's what I want you to do. Here's a little tip for these questions. I don't want you to answer it in like, what's the coolest way I can answer it so the woman becomes attracted to me? Like, you know, you might want to say one person, but then you say another person because you're kind of trying to impress them. That is not the way to do this, okay? And the reason is, is because you're not going to be able to feel close to somebody yourself if you're answering dishonestly, if you're answering for them. Okay, so you got to be very clear that you to the other person that might be answering the question that they have to answer honestly, and you have to answer very honestly. Be you. This is what I'm talking about all the time with being authentic, being the best you you can be. Well, this is it right here: being honest and showing exactly who you'd be interested in having uh, a dinner with. Right. So who would it be? Who would it be? So answer that question. I don't know who that would be for me. That's something I'd have to think about. I think there's just so many people. Uh, that there really are out there that I want to sit down with. Um, but yeah, think about it and be honest. Who would you really enjoy? And don't worry if it's someone that you might think is stupid. If it's an actor or an actress, uh, who cares? Go for it. If it's a family member, yeah, say it. So what? Okay, just be honest with it. All right, let's go on to another question here. Um, here's number four. What would constitute a perfect day for you? That's another great way to really tell someone what you'd be interested in, right? That, you're going to answer that by doing all the favorite things in the world. So you might be like, ah, I wake up, uh, I have sex, okay? And you can say that, right? Uh, and then 
Maybe you end up reading uh, one of your favorite books for a little bit and watching a favorite episode of something. Maybe then you go get your favorite food at lunch, right? So there's a lot of different ways to answer this. Or maybe you just like, you take a jet and you fly all the way to, you know, Japan and have sushi there. I don't know, whatever it is. The sky is the limit for a lot of these questions, but you're really going to get to know someone. They're really going to get to know you when you answer a question like that, right? Another thing I just want to say here is that the reason why this works, the reason why this whole process works, and this is not something that I read in the study, but the reason why I believe that this works is because you get a chance to talk about yourself. And there's no other really better way to connect with someone by feeling good, and you feel good when you talk about yourself, right? You feel good when you're you're going through, you know, some of your fantasies, like the perfect day for you, or who you'd want to meet as a dinner guest, right? So these are things that are going to make you feel good answering them. It's going to make the other person feel good. And when you feel good around other people, you start to make a connection. Okay, so I want you to really understand that why I believe that this works, and it's not some, you know, BS. So, so yeah, think about that. All right, let's go into another question. Um, Okay, number nine here is, for what in your life do you feel most grateful? That's another great question, right? So you're going to say what it is in your life that you really love right now, and they're going to say the same thing, and that's also going to make you guys really get on a deep service. What is it about the other person's life or your life that is just really superb? And even if it's something small, that says a lot too. I mean... Here's what I would say, right? Here's one thing I would say, because I have a lot of things that I'm grateful for, but I would say my legs, and that's a pretty odd answer, right? Like who's grateful for their legs? Well, I'm grateful that I have legs and I can walk. There's a lot of people in wheelchairs. There's a lot of people who are handicapped. I'm grateful I can walk every day. It's amazing. I can use my legs, right? So you want to kind of get creative with some of this stuff, but you also want to be honest, okay? So that's another one. Uh, Let's go into set two here, the next 12 questions. Okay, here's a good one. Number 15, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? That's a great one, right? That's a great one too because maybe you're still working on that. Well, if you're still working on that, you're still forced to answer this question. So what is it that you've accomplished so far? It might not be the greatest accomplishment that you want out of your whole life, but it's something thus far. And that's going to really force you to think and, again, get to know somebody. Okay, here's a good one. Number 19, if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you were living and why? That's a deep one right there. That is very deep. Okay, if you knew that in one year you're going to die, what would you change? What would you do? Right? And you know what's cool about these questions is that I want you to read these questions to yourself and answer them you might actually get very inspired. That's another reason why this is going to connect uh, people. If two people are sitting down answering these questions, you're really going to connect with people because you're going to sit there being inspired. You're going to hear their answers. You're going to say what you think, and you're going to be like, wow, maybe I should start changing things in my life. What would I do? You know. And then you're going to answer questions like the last one, what your greatest accomplishment is. And then you're going to be like, whoa, I need to accomplish more. Or maybe you're going to be proud of yourself and say, hey, look what I've done so far. Right? These are like feel-good questions. Now, I'll be honest, I've read read all these and it gets pretty deep. So they're not all feel-good, but 
in order to really get close to someone, you got to hear the good and the bad. Okay, you got to hear the good and the bad. Uh, let's see another one here. Uh, da, da, da. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? That's question number 23. That's an interesting one. That one is something that is, it's really important to people. You know, the fact of how close you are with your family says a lot about you, it says a lot about your history. You know, we were raised by your parents obviously, or maybe we weren't. And how we were raised or the lack of raised that we were says a lot about who you are. That's, now we're getting a little psychological here, but it really is, it brings you up to who you are today. Okay, there's a lot of things that you might be playing out in relationships with other people that maybe you didn't get when you were being raised. We're getting a little deep here. Okay, but this is, this is life. This is true. This is how we do things. This is how we react to people is how we were raised. So if you learn that about someone, about how close they are with their family, or if they feel their childhood was happy, um, you're going to learn a lot. And you might not want to answer that question because maybe your childhood wasn't that happy, right? Again, these are difficult questions and you got to answer honestly. But imagine you sitting there with a girl answering this question, her answering back. You're getting vulnerable. And like I said earlier, vulnerability gets you closer to people. Vulnerability gains trust. You start to break through the surface of who the person is and see them for who they really are. And that, my friend, is how you really get and gain attraction, okay? When you really see who someone is, when they're being purely themselves and honest with you, you're going to start to become attracted to them. Even if it's on just a small level, it will happen. That's why these questions are so powerful, okay? And that's why this actually works. And I hope you're still listening and you've gotten to this point in the podcast because I just kind of summed it up right there of, of what works in terms of attraction and why these questions are really cool and really important, okay? All right, let's keep going. Number 28, tell your partner, so the person across from them, uh, across from you, tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time, saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met. Okay, so there you go. Be very honest, saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met. This is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. You might even have to, if you don't know the person that well, you might have to uh, really force it out of you. But they're going to say it to you too, so you're both going to answer. And it's going to be, again, you're going to be very, very vulnerable here. Now, that's not a question you're going to want to ask when you first meet a girl. You only want to probably ask that question when you're doing this experiment, okay? So that's an example of one you just do in this experiment. It's not really gonna, um, you know, really help gain attraction. But at this point, question what, 28, you've been pretty vulnerable with the person. So if you've answered all these questions honestly, and so have they, I think you both would be able to handle this kind of question, okay? But the thing is, is that I want to kind of show you and teach you because you're going to be looking through these questions is that you want to pick out the ones that are uh, a little bit more get to know you type questions if you're just doing them kind of on their own and not within the experiment. That kind of question is not really on its own, okay? Okay, here's another one, number 29. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Again, you're being vulnerable again, okay? You're being vulnerable. That one can go 50-50. Uh, you could do that with a girl that you just met. I just wouldn't do it like a lot. Like don't tell her a ton of embarrassing stories, but maybe one to hit that vulnerability, 
okay? So she trusts you. And let me tell you something. When a woman trusts you, and again, you're going to gain the trust by being vulnerable. And when they trust you, they are going to want to, or they're going to be able to have sex with you, okay? I'm not saying that they're going to want to have sex with you, but if that occurs and you make the moves to have sex with them, they're more likely to say yes because they trust you. And a woman needs trust in order to have sex, okay? So um, let's see. Here's another good one. Uh, that's not that good, actually. Uh, I'll tell you which one it was because you're probably like, oh, which one was that? Uh, when did you cry, last cry in front of another person? Great question for the experiment. Not good to do outside of the experiment. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? That's another good one. That's another good one within the within the experiment and outside of it. You know what I mean? So you get to know someone of what they care about. You know, what things do they really care about? If it's terminal illness, what else? I don't know. You know, the wars that are going on in the world or rape, you know, really terrible things. Like, what, what is it that's too serious for them to be joked about? You can really learn a lot with someone. See how deep these are getting? Set three is like really deep questions here deep questions. Oh, here's a great one. I love this one inside, outside of the uh, experiment. I hope you know what that means, by the way. If I say outside the experiment, I mean, again, you can use this kind of on your own just to get to know somebody. Uh, number 34, your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? That's a great one, okay? That's also going to show what you care about. Again, I think that the whole idea and purpose beyond the vulnerability aspect is, is talking about what you value and learning about what other people value. What is it that you value, okay? Values are really important. If you're looking to get into a relationship with a girl, you're only going to last if you guys share similar values, right? So let's say you answered that question. You said, um, you know, my laptop. That would be the thing that I would save. And you can maybe explain why it'd be your laptop because it has all your files on it from work. Okay, so what does that say? Work is really important to you, that you value your work. Uh, or maybe you save for a different reason, that you got your laptop because it's got all these pictures from, um, you know, from your past, right? So you value your memories and the good times and you value experiences, right? Of course, if you want to save your pictures, you value experiences. So you got to understand these questions on, on deeper levels, the why. So why would you pick that out? Okay, wh why then? Why then? Why then? Keep asking those questions kind of to yourself and, and try to ask, ask those questions to the other person to get to really know them, okay? I mean, it says that right here. What would it be and why, okay? All right, here's number 36. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. That's a great one. If you haven't, I mean, if you've been following me for a while, I have definitely mentioned, I don't know if it's on a video or one of my courses or on a podcast, I have said, and it kind of feels good and, and, and almost refreshing to hear uh, this done in a study because I didn't come up with this on a study, but I definitely came up with it because I just had experience with it. And that's about asking advice, asking advice to a woman right? Again, that's a really great way of being vulnerable, okay? Of being like, hey, I don't have everything solved. Let me ask you some advice on something. And it could be anything, you know, whatever it is. Don't feel nervous or shy to ask another woman for advice. It's okay. Now, I wouldn't, again, 
there's a scale here. You don't want to be asking too many questions or too much advice because then it's going to maybe make you appear weak and you don't want to appear weak. But asking advice on one little topic or one thing is no problem. And guess what? People love when they get asked advice. I especially love it, hence trip advice. Okay, but a lot of people do like uh, to give advice to other people and uh, they feel really good and you're making someone feel amazing when you ask them for advice. So here's an example. What if someone were to come up to you and say, you know, hey you, you know, I'm having some trouble uh, at work. Uh, you know, this is happening here. My boss says this and I might want to quit. Can I get your advice? You know, do you think I should keep the job? What do you think I should do? Right? And you're going to be like, oh, this feels good that this person confided in me, that I can actually sit here and give them advice. So it's going to make them feel good. And, uh, and at the end, it says here, also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you've chosen. Again, more about emotions and feelings, okay? And you're both going to be answering these questions, so you're both going to be really talking about your feelings. That's, a, that's the really, again, the key part, which I might have said earlier, but I'll say it again. The key part to doing the experiment on its own is the fact that you're both answering the questions no one can get away with just them answering it. You're both answering the questions. And you might even want to switch off who who answers them first. Okay, maybe you answer one question first, then uh, they answer the next question first, and so on and so forth. So it's not just one person kind of doing it all in one. Okay? Now, all right, so those are some of the, the good questions in there. There's a lot of other great stuff. Now you kind of know how to pick from them of what to use within the experiment and what not to use. Uh, so what I want to do now is give you just a little bit of a tip of what you can do in terms of setting up this experiment because you're thinking like, when am I going to do this? Like, this is so weird. Like, I'm just going to like, you know, start doing this experiment like in a bar or like when I meet a girl at a coffee shop, you know, something like that. Probably not, right? That's a, that is a little weird. But what you can do is on like a second or third date, and I know that seems kind of soon because these are pretty deep questions, but on a second or third date, maybe even a first date, you can tell her about this experiment that you found and it's kind of crazy and it's 36 questions that make people fall in love with each other. Maybe she's heard of it. Maybe it's not. I think it did go viral. I'm not really sure. Um, I just heard it because I was just doing some light research. I didn't see it from uh, anything going viral. But either way, uh, you can mention it to her, ask her what she thinks about it and then say like, hey, you want to give it a shot? You want to give it a try? Like, let's do it. And she might be like, oh, no, I don't know. And then she's a little shy, maybe just I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't do it then if she's kind of not feeling it. Uh, but coax her into it a little bit. And then if she's like, oh, let's do it, then great. Then she's interested. I mean, you you honestly, you're, you're going to want to do this with a girl who is interested in doing it. You're not going to want to do it with someone who's like really scared to open up because these are, again, some deep questions. And you might want to say that. You'd say that you've read the questions and uh, or, you know, it's kind of say you've read some of them. Don't don't go in there and say you've read all of them because then it's going to seem like you've prepared this. But, um, you know, let them know that, yeah, there's some deep questions in there and then they got to get prepared for that. But that's kind of part of the whole process of two people getting close and potentially falling in love. So you can give it give it a try. OK. And then if she's into it, then uh, just, you know, pull it up on uh, on here on your uh, on your phone or on your computer, whatever it is and start answering the questions and, and start doing it. Really that simple. That's how you're going to set it up. Now, here's the thing. At the end of it, like I said, there's a section where you need to give four minutes of eye contact. And here's why that's important. If you don't already know, eye contact is a really great way to, to really connect with someone non-verbally. Okay. So in this case, you've 
connected verbally, you've gotten to know them, but what's the, what's the next best way? The next best way, one step up from that, is looking into each other's eyes. It's a very, very deep thing that you can do with another woman. It's It can be pretty intense, and for some people, it's it's damn near impossible because it is so intense. It might sound easy, but four minutes is a long time. You gotta look into their eyes and not say a word. And here's why it's important that you do it afterward. Because think about this. Think about, you've been answering these questions, you've been getting super vulnerable, you've been talking about some of the deeper things of life, and you're gonna feel after this hour, hour and a half, like, refreshed, um, you're gonna feel a little bit like maybe feeling something for the person, and then all of a sudden you're gonna you're gonna cap it off with looking into their eyes and they're gonna be looking into your eyes and you're gonna be thinking about all the answers that they've given right you're gonna be going through all the answers that you've given and you're gonna kind of have this moment of like wow this is me you know what I mean like hey like you know think about that deep moment all of a sudden you guys are looking to each other's eyes and you're saying yep that's me you've just you know you're again you're subtly saying this to them like you've just heard everything this is who I am, this is what I'm about, and you're almost, you're doing a lot of things with the eye contact, not to get cheesy here, but you're you're kind of cherishing them, you're saying like, I accept you, right, because when you look someone in the eyes, you're saying to them like, hey, I, I, I accept you, like, I'm, you know, I'm here, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm present, I'm looking into you, we're looking into each other, it's so deep, and when you have that four minutes of eye contact, I mean, if I were you, if you're feeling it, I would go for a kiss, Right after, like your alarm goes off, I would go for the kiss right in the middle, or sorry, right after the four minutes. Don't break it up. Make sure you get the whole four minutes in there. But yeah, that can be really intense. Just think about how intense that can be. So yeah, there you go. I'm going to wrap up here. That's the 36 questions that can make you fall in love with anyone. I believe it works. I believe, you know, at the end of the day, it might not get you to to fall in love. Uh, but by the way, it has gotten people married before, I guess within the experiment. Uh, two or a couple, a guy and a girl who did it actually ends up getting married afterwards. So it is pretty intense. Uh, yeah, it might make you fall in love. It might not. But either way, it guarantee you. It's almost guaranteed. It's like it's impossible not to get closer to a person on some level after you answer the questions honestly and then hear their answers. So it does work on some level, and in in many cases it could work in a really intense level. So if you want to bring your uh, your date to a closer level and get a girl really interested in you and you more interested in her, why not try it out? Okay, I'll put all the links in the uh, in the description of the podcast so you can check it out. Don't forget to check out flexbelt.com slash trip for your 25% off. And again, you can get your flex belt and it's going to be amazing because it's going to flatten and tone and tighten your abs. So don't forget to check that out at flexbelt.com slash trip. Okay, and again, you can get also your free gift at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. Again, you'll see one of my students getting really close with two girls, getting their numbers, and uh, me breaking it down. So go ahead and check that out. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you can get all of your uh, your episodes automatically downloaded to your phone and to your iTunes or if you're listening on Stitcher I don't know if you can subscribe maybe you can Uh, either way tune in because I'm putting out episodes every single week for you to learn how to talk to girls don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com